All right, welcome to another episode of per- the Perfusion Podcast. Today we have founder of the Polar Monkeys Cold Plunge, Alex Rostoker. Rostoker? Did I pronounce it correctly, Alex? Yeah, Rostoker. 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 Alex Rostoker. Welcome, Alex. Thank you, Andrew. It's an honor being here with you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I uh, I actually own. I I did not know Alex prior to, but I bought I I bought a Polar Monkeys cold plunge. Reached out to him, invited him to be on the podcast a few months ago. So, anyways, this t- can you tell how long has Polar Monkeys been in business, Alex? Yeah, we've been around for almost three years. Um, it it started uh, really small from my backyard. It, it was just myself making the tops. It, it was a little bit of an accident, of course. Um, the industry was all, uh, non-existent at the time. Three years ago, basically, no one was talking about the ice baths. And very few people just in, in some pockets of the world, uh, the Wim Hofs and, and the, these sort of people. Most people were just... Uh, throwing bags of ice in, in, in garbage cans. And um, so we were able to, to come with this solution, which is self-cooling and, and which allows you to have 24-7 cold water on demand and, and you don't have to go to a store every time to, to get bags of ice. Yeah, this is, and you're, so you figured this out three years ago. What what led you to this? Did you, what what made you think of, maybe bringing ice baths to the home home basically the ho- homes because this is not really known to be in a home which they are now so what what made you think of that what what were you doing it were you ice bathing yourself yeah the, the business part was a little bit of an accident however um, i i've been doing actually ice baths for over 10 years and and what got me to the ice baths actually was uh, something different that what the uh, what made me stay with, with the ice baths. So I suffered from a lot of injuries uh, when I was young, mainly playing sports. I, I had a few surgeries, uh, shoulder surgeries mainly, um, and had a bunch of injuries and, and just looking for treatments and for some relief from my pains and, and the injuries. I, I somehow um, got introduced to the ice baths. Um, and like I said, it's not what uh, got me to stay or, or, or to to uh, keep consistent with the cold water. Um, so after doing it, I didn't actually find too much relief for my injury, to be honest. And, and I even uh, say this to my customers, I don't recommend it too much for injuries. Uh, actually, it, the the perspective in the, in the health world is now changing before uh, People were recommending a lot uh, cold ice um, for for injuries, for inflammation, for recovery. Now the perspective is shifting a little bit. Now, um, actually, what is being recommended now for for uh, recovery from injuries and and from sports is is actually heat. Is is hot? They are recommending even more hot tubs and, and saunas for recovery, but. Um, I, I did find other benefits uh, when doing the the ice baths. Um, mainly, I, I really felt a lot of clarity. I felt a lot of focus. I felt energized. And, and actually, a lot of people 
keep repeating these these benefits and i think they are undeniable because a lot a lot of people feel them and and i i don't think you need like double blind placebo controlled trials to to find a benefit in something some things you just feel uh, there is also some scientific documentation of, of the benefits but but i i'm i'm really not looking for that or or, or didn't stay because of those uh, reasons I, i it just felt good for me um mainly I, I felt really energized and, and it gave me a lot of clarity and focus. So for those reasons, I, it was a little bit even addictive at some point. And, and in some points of my life, I actually had to um, force myself not to do it, not to do the ice bath because it, it, it can be even addictive. Yeah, um, ice bathing is definitely addictive. I'm curious, what was for all the entrepreneurs out there, obviously like, Hey, let's go start an ice bath or cold plunge company. That's like hard to like that. It's easier said than done. Right. So yeah. what, what did the first one look like? Like, did you make it yourself or, and how did you get that order placed? Cause that's, you know, that's a unique, how, how did that first, first few orders go? Sure, What'd you yeah. do? Uh, so like I said, I, I didn't start this uh, thinking as a business. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, sorry, I gave you a long answer on the last one, but I, I actually just wanted to build one for myself. Uh, yeah. I, I just moved to a new house. Uh, that this was three years ago. And I just wanted to have a solution for myself that didn't require going to the store every day and, and getting bags of ice. Um, because of this, uh, I started looking for solutions and um, there was really nothing on the market. Or, or to be fair, there was a couple options in the market. Uh, the, but the only options available were 10,000. I think there was one company that was selling like a, a product for $12,000 at the time. And uh, I think uh, the plunge, which is the largest company in the industry, uh, they, they were also just uh, releasing their product, but it was around five to $6,000 for the, the starting price. Um, And I didn't want to pay that. I didn't want to pay five or ten thousand dollars for for one of these products. So I really started doing a lot of research, um, and, and um, I didn't know a lot about the water chillers, cooling, uh, water pumps, filtration. There are a lot of things uh, going on in in these products. There are a lot of parts, a lot of um, um, things that, that, that you should know. But, but I started doing research. I did research online. I asked uh, mechanics. I asked engineers. I asked plumbers. And, and just by trial and error, I, I um, did sourcing for the parts and, and went, went to a lot of stores. I went uh, hundreds of times to, to the Home Depots. I, I went to um pool supply stores and, and aquarium stores and and after many iter iterations and, and trial and error i came with a with a first product that like i said it, it wasn't um, i wasn't looking to sell it but it was just for myself but i, I was kind of proud because it, it actually worked pretty great and, wow and i spent uh, probably uh, 30 or, or 20% of the cost of the of the cheapest available model from from these uh, few companies that were available at the time so um 
uh, after that, I, I came with an idea. I think I, I, I this is um, this is a, a, an idea I like a lot, and I learned from Peter Thiel. I don't know if you are familiar with him. He he, he wrote uh, one of my favorite uh, business books of all time, Zero to One. Yeah. He, in, in Zero to One, Peter uh, talks a lot about. Um, he said, "Competition is for losers." So. He said that you should really, uh, when you when starting a business, you should look for a monopoly. So I, at the time, I, I was rereading this book, which is uh, um, which I I really liked and respect. And um, this uh, concept um, gave me an idea because I said, of of course, I already said that there were two other companies selling this, but there 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 was no company selling a a nice bus for less than $5,000. And um, I already knew how to do it. I, I did it once. And, and I said, I think this product is at least as good, if not better than the $6,000, $10,000 one. So I, I think I can have the monopoly on the... I, I, I usually divide the market in three sections. I, I, I say there is a segment... $10,000 and above, there is a five to $10,000 and below $5,000. Um, at the time, nobody was selling an ice, but be, uh, below $5,000. So I said, this is an opportunity where there is no competition. Um, there is no market at the moment, but, but I think uh, there is the interest because I, I, I've seen the people talking a, a lot about the, and, and I talk to people, I, I talk to uh, wellness people, uh, people in the fitness industry, people already knew about the, the ice baths. But of course, it, it was very inconvenient just to get uh, many bags of ice every time. It's not cheap also to go to right. a supermarket. It takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money. So right. It's it's a pain in the butt. So basically, you saw you saw blue ocean, a blue ocean strategy is is what that's called. There's just no competition. There's no other boats out there. You know what I mean? You're the only boat and all you see is blue ocean, which sound like, but yeah, I, I had a, a ice bath and I would just pour, I, I was so crazy, kind of like you maybe at the beginning, but I didn't build my own. I wasn't that crazy, like I, crazy in a good way. Right. Like I was so crazy. I got a, a freezer, a giant freezer you know, and I, and I, and I got an ice machine. So I would put the ice machine in the bags and then the ice in the freezer just so I could fill my ice bath. And then I was like, this, this is just chaotic. It's so many bags of ice over and over rinse, repeat over and over. I was like, I just got to, I know I like it. I had to establish that exactly. I like yeah, anything, yeah. it, it, which is what it came down to. Like, uh, you know, taste, taste the cotton candy or something like that, or sample it before I actually sprung for, uh, you know, the, the, the larger item. But yeah, so when I was looking, and you mentioned the cold plunge that was on Shark Tank, what year did that come out? Do you know? I think that was uh, last year. I think it was in spring of last year. We were already out uh, for, for over a year at that point. Um, mm -hmm. they, they, they did start a little bit before us, uh, the plunge, this company. And uh, of course, Shark Tank, Shark Tank uh, helped them a lot in terms of exposure and also in terms of capital, which uh, of course, any manufacturing business and, and any business needs capital, of course, uh, but that helped them a lot. And, and, and I think also they, they, they contributed a lot to the industry. 
So um, I, I, I am grateful for, for them for being in the industry because they helped uh, grow the industry and, and shine a light in, in, in this, um, to these products. So, but yeah, that was about probably 13 or 14 months ago. Okay. Yeah. I, and, and yours and theirs was what I kept saying, which one, cause they're similar priced, right? The, and I, well, I was looking at a more expensive version than your lower end version ones, but I think the kicker for me, and I don't, I don't think that they have it was you have an app, right? Where you can change the temperature. I don't think they had that. Correct. I, I think, um, I don't want to speak for them. I, I think until recently they didn't have an app. Um, yeah, I think that that was the, that was the big yeah. thing for me that I could change the temperature from my phone at my convenience rather than like that just seemed like 100%. okay. The, the, to, the, to, the, to be fair, I think they just came with an app, but I don't think it's to control the the top or or the top's temperature. I think it's just like for guided exercises. Guided. No, the temperature was the key, right? And yeah. that's what I love about. Polar monkeys, you can you can turn it on, you can turn it off from your phone, you can change the temperature. I can be anywhere and I can I can get it started. Cause if you if you turn it off, then it's at like 70 or whatever temperature it's at. You say, all right, get it ready for for now, or you can put it on a schedule. And that was and everything was very similar to the cold plunge, except for the art. The art was was much better, in my opinion, with the with the monkey. That's that was really cool. Um, but that, those, that, those were the two different unique, uh, yeah, parts the, about I, yours. I, I think that sounds fair. We do have a product that is uh, similarly priced than them. It's still a little bit, um, more affordable, but, but it is similar in terms of quality and, and, and in terms of the, of the build of the product, that's our brain pod, which yeah. is, we, we do have a variety of products. What, what is unique to us is that we have the, the $2,700 product that is right. made with a steel tank. And uh, yes, our acrylic or, or uh, tops, it, it is similar to theirs. So that is uh, competing in some ways with, with their, their typical tops. I can't believe this is your first podcast, right? This is my first podcast, yeah. So ice bathing is in the personal growth space in my opinion, right? Like personal growth, or at least that's, it's catching everywhere. You know, I would be diving into more podcasts if I were you, you know? Yeah. I actually have been just focusing on production. We, we actually haven't had a, a sales pro problem at all. You probably experienced this uh, issue yourself. If you bought a product from us, uh, it's it's this is, has been the case for over a year if you try to buy a product from us you won't get it for at least six weeks it's because we have a lot more sales than than we can produce um and it's been the case for a long time so actually all my efforts ha ha for the past uh, two years have been focusing on production and um, I, I i wish I, ha I had time so there are many parts of the business that I, I, I really wish I, I could uh, invest more time, like marketing, like uh, content, uh, stuff like this, getting the word out there. But at the time, unfortunately, I, I really production takes 100% of my time and, and effort. So where are they being produced? Are they in America? 
Yeah, um, we do have a warehouse here in, in Miami, Florida. So uh, all, all the tubs and the fittings for the tubs, the artwork, all that, the, the plumbing, that stuff we made here. And until recently, actually, everything was made in America. We switched uh, mainly because the, uh, we had an, Ameri an American manufacturer, uh, manufacturer for the water chillers. They couldn't do the volumes that we needed because we have uh, so much demand. So we had to change to a, a Chinese manufacturer for the water chillers. Um, and it was a purely a problem of, of uh, capacity of fulfilling the demand. And even our Chinese manufacturer don't have the capacity to, to fulfill all our um, demand. But uh, they have a much bigger capacity than the American one for now. So that, that's a, we made that switch. So the water chillers are made in China for now. And, and all the rest is made in, in America. So you have a, a big demand, right? So where if you're if you're focused on production, how is marketing? How are the leads? How are you generating business? Is it word of mouth? Obviously, it's word of mouth partial at a minimum, yeah. right? And is that how else are you generating business? Yeah, I, I think organically online, you will find us. If, yeah. if, you, if you look for cold plunges online, uh, you will find polar monkeys, uh, probably at the top in, in most of the searches. And it, it's uh, a lot of competition has, has appeared in the past couple months, but actually for the past two years, we were alone here. So yeah. for the past two years, we really didn't have to do anything. And, and actually we didn't do any marketing uh, almost until April of this year. We, we just started, we, we just turned on uh, the, the Facebook and Google campaigns on April of this year on, and, and Apple until then, we, all our sales were organic, actually. And, and um, I, I think uh, what, what helped us is uh, not having a, a competition. Like I said, we, and, and you, you made a good analogy with the blue ocean. Uh, yes, we, we were alone. If you wanted to buy a a cold plunge under $5,000, you didn't have an option. We were the only option. So uh, when you when you made one for yourself, then how did you sell your first cold? Who did you sell it to? How did you sell it? I, I didn't try to sell it. It, it was funny. I, I just did it for myself. I, I just wanted to do one for myself. But then mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I invited some friends to my house and, and my friends uh, kept talking about it. Some friends just wanted to come to get in the plunge. And after, you know, after some months, I, I said, uh, you know what, this could be a good idea in, in applying the, the Peter Thiel principle of, of uh, like he said, you don't want to be the, the, the solar installer, the, the, the solar energy installer number 300 in, in, in California, you know, you, you want to be alone in your industry. And, and he said, this is the key to, to the, all the big companies' success. If, if you see a Tesla, um, he said, they have the monopoly of electric cars. They, they didn't try to go and compete with Ford or go and compete with other cars. And, and actually, if you try to, to or, or if you go to, to Google, they have the monopoly also in search engine. If you go to Uber, they have the monopoly in ride sharing. And if you try to build the next electric car companies, I think it's a mistake. I, I think if you try to build the next electric car companies, you didn't learn anything from Elon. Uh, 
if you try to build the, the next search engine, you didn't uh, learn anything from Larry Page because the next Elon is not building an electric car company. That, that was already built. So a, a lot of people now are starting actually cold plunge companies. I think that is a mistake. It's already too late. Uh, but at the time when we started, um, I, I, I did see that opportunity. I, I said, nobody is addressing this market. It, this is, uh, like you said, a blue ocean. It, it's wide open. Uh, there was these two companies, five, $6,000 and, and $12,000. But nobody was selling a product for $3,000. So, so um, I, I, I just took a picture of it and I posted it online. Within 48 hours, somebody bought it for uh, uh, $3,000. So I, I did say, hey, look, it's interesting. So your first sale was just the internet, on the internet. Yes, I, I opened a Shopify store and, you know, with Shopify, you can build a store in probably a couple hours. It's very cheap. And so I, I just took a picture. I posted on Shopify. I made a... You take a picture of yours, the one you already had? Yes, I took a picture <laughs> of, of mine and put all the information. I put $3,000 for the price. And then I posted it also on, on Instagram. I made a small account on Instagram. And at the time, I, I, I did uh, paid for some sponsored, uh, in, uh, I sponsored the post on Instagram. I, I paid like two to $300. And within uh, 48 hours, somebody paid $3,000 for it. And, and so I, I built the next one and the next one and the next one. And for the first 30 or so, I was doing it with my bare hands. And it was just trial and error and, and just keep improving the design. Um, well, what was the name? Did you come up with Polar Monkey then, or was that later? Yeah, actually, it it, come, it came very fast, and and actually, I I don't I still don't know if it's a good name. I'm, I'm, oh, dude, it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. I, I but it just stick, you know. It, it, it's it's uh, it started like that, and and after some time, I said, yeah, I'm not gonna change it now, and and I just left it. So. Yeah, it, it, like it, when you came up with it, were you <laughs> like what state of mind were you in when you came up with that name? Though that's like such a unique, you know, two words. Yeah, I I think um, I I don't know. You know, some creativity is weird. You know, things sometimes just appear out of nowhere. I I really cannot describe the process, but I, I guess uh, subconsciously, like the first time you said it, like with your friends or with your wife, or I don't know if you're married or I, your kids. I, I'm not married. I, I had a girlfriend. I, I think uh, I I was talking to my girlfriend, and I think one friend was also staying at my house at the time. I. It, to be honest, I, I didn't want to talk a lot about the business with them because it was like a, such a small thing. I didn't. I, I actually expect the business to fail uh, because most ideas fail, and, and this mm -hmm. was such a weird idea. Of course, now uh, the industry is is growing a lot, and and everyone is talking about the ice baths and this and that. But at the time, no no one was talking about the ice baths, and and I was kind of ashamed. I, I didn't want to say I have this business idea. I'm gonna sell the these uh, water tanks, you know, with cold water. So, but, but I don't know. I, it just appeared to me, I, I guess subconsciously polar uh, because of the cold of uh, polar has some uh, connection with cold and the monkeys has connection with humans. And, and um, so maybe subconsciously there is some, something there, but I, I really couldn't put my finger to how the, the creative process works. 
So you started three years ago, zero sales, and then you got 30 sales. What, what, are you doing Are you doing eight figures in sales? I, I don't know. Are you doing nine? I mean, I guess anything's possible. You know, uh, did you yeah, hit eight so, figures yet? You, you mean so far? Like over 10 million? No, per like, I guess, gross revenue annually. Yeah, yeah. We, we are well over, uh, well over seven figures, yeah. Over seven? Have you guys crossed eight figures yet? We're about there, about there. That's good. Yeah, we probably crossed already eight figures, yeah. Okay. So do you have goals? Are you shooting to get to like nine figures or are you, what is the kind of the vision? Do you have a vision here for the company or? Well, my vision is not not in terms of numbers, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, okay. My, my vision is more, I, I think more in terms of products uh, to, to building, in terms of building the products that I want to build. Of course, I want to make. Uh, it, it wouldn't hurt to make a lot of money. I, 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 I <laughs> well, it helps. It. it helps develop yeah. more products, right? So, I mean, yes. every you know, some people I noticed even cold plunge, right? Which is, in my opinion, your large. I mean, there, there's other competitors out there, and I saw in the personal growth space, some of my friends have really expensive ones. They're spending uh, quite a bit of money on them, yes. uh, but. Um, but they're getting the, the ice people are getting into the, the heat, like you mentioned before. They're starting to build out saunas. Is that kind of in your, in your, you know, to have, have, have one and the other, or are you going to stick to the ice in the yeah, ice? Pack? I, I, it's funny you mentioned that. But also, uh, again, I, I want to go back to Peter Thiel's concept of uh, competition is for losers, or, or yeah. you, you should look for a monopoly. And there are already 1,000 uh, companies building saunas. And, and these companies, some of them has been around for, for 100 years, for 50 years. This is not a new industry. The, the ice bath industry is definitely new. Um, but I do see an opportunity for us in the, in the sauna business. And actually, we have a, a prototype for a sauna. But... Um, one of my business principles, of which is uh, don't, don't try to compete, uh, and and my way out of it is at least try to be original. You know, if you cannot uh, start a new industry, at least try to be original. So we we have we're working on a a prototype. Basically, we have a prototype, which is something completely different from what you have in your mind that a sauna is. It, it's a um, but it's not different for the sake of being uh, different. Um, it, it's it's um, I, I think it's much better than, than anything that's out there. It's more practical. It's uh, at a very good price. So I, I don't think it will compete directly with, uh, for example, the the plunges sauna. Um, they, they, they came out with a good product. I, I think they haven't started delivering those yet. Uh, I think the, the price is like $12,000 for them. Right. I think. Have would... you thought about applying to Shark Tank or have you? No, I, I'm, I'm not interested in that. I'm not a very public person. It's also a reason, uh, the, the, one of the reasons I haven't been to podcast a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, I really don't enjoy the, the being too much the center of attention or, or the public. I, I, and I, I think Shark Tank helps you with exposure, but if you're looking for capital, there are other ways, maybe even more potent or, or, or effective ways to go about capital 
We've had uh, many offers. I, I actually turned down a lot of offers. It, uh, actually, a, a lot of people reached out to me um, for uh, during this year. Uh, many people came and, and asked me if I was interested in, in investors. Thankfully, um, we're, we're doing well uh, financially. Yeah, do you have any partners? Do you have any investors? Have you taken on any outside money outside I, your I, own? I, I took a, a small investment for, for some people that are actually very close to me. Uh, they are very close to me because uh, at some point it, it is necessary. If you want to go to a certain size and, 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 do, th and do things properly and, and you don't come from a background with a lot of money, you do need um, to 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 take outside capital. Unfortunately, it's necessary. So I did that. Uh, but thankfully, it's people that I trust a lot, and uh, they trust me as well. They we share the same vision. But but, but yes, we, I I took some investment from some uh, people. So you you sold some equity, or did I, you just? I, take I, I sold equity? some equity. I sold some equity. And, but like I said, uh, most of the of the offers that I've had, uh, I, I actually turned them down because um, at, at the time I thought I, di I, I didn't need them. I, I, but I, I didn't have a lot of experience uh, with a startup, with manufacturing. I, I actually share a similar story than, than you, Andrew. I'll, you might not know this. Uh, you, you are about to know this. I, I, okay. I before doing the ice baths, I was in the mortgage industry. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. What, what were you doing before that? But you, you sounded like you were living with your girlfriend and you had a roommate, right? Prior to it's not a roommate, it's just a friend that was staying at my house because okay. he was just in town. He's an out of town friend. Yeah. Uh, so yes, at the time I, I was living with a girlfriend. Okay. Um, uh, I was in the mortgage industry like yourself, I yeah. think you were selling mortgages. That's, that's what you were I, doing? I, I was a mortgage broker for about 10 years, maybe longer, 12 to, to you know, it took a yeah. couple of years to figure it out. But, uh, but yeah, about 10 years. So you were in the mortgage industry. I was in the mortgage industry. I was uh, at it for about five years, actually. Okay. Um, I was uh, I had a company with my two brothers. Actually, I still own that company. I just don't operate the company, and um, I, I always had an itch somewhere in me. Um, going back to the concept of of Peter of, of um, aiming for a monopoly, the mortgage industry obviously you, you should know this is super competitive. It's, yeah, uh, th there are you know um, one thousand lenders in each town. Right. Yeah, my, I think my job was a little bit different than yours. I, one of my brothers was actually doing more like the selling of the of the mortgages to the customers. Mm -hmm. I was selling the mortgages, but to the banks. So yeah. uh, I was like repackaging the mortgages and selling to to uh, uh, private equity firms and and some industrial um, institutional investors and and big banks. I, mm -hmm. I was doing the the back office part of, of the uh, business. The business is still going well, but uh, when this started, even with these eight percent interest rates, <laughs> well, I, actually yes, because uh, now people that before there there was like two separate industries. There there was like a conventional banks that were doing loans at three four percent. 
but there and there were were private lenders. The private lenders were lending at eight nine percent, and of course, um, if you could afford, if you could be approved for a four percent or three percent loan, you were going with the bank, with conventional banks. But people that didn't have the time or the possibility to go with a bank were going to private lenders. Now people are going directly with private lenders because the the difference now is not so much. So so the, the if you go with a bank, the process can take you know sixty days, ninety days. They ask you for all your documents and they ask for so many things. Do do so much due diligence. Take so much time. That is, is really hard, you know. And with a private lender, you can be closing a loan in, in just a few days. Actually, with our company, you can close a, a, a loan in less than a week. So, and, and now the rates are really similar. So, so yeah, actually, these higher rates from the banks are good for the private lending or, or hard money lenders. So did you said your brother? You you were in that business with your with your brother Two and of my did, brothers. We, we oh, both there. brothers. Yeah. Did you bring them to Polar Monkeys or did they I, stay I there? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, oh. I I didn't. Unfortunately, but yeah, we're still close. We we still uh, are uh, partners in the mortgage company. They they of course uh, get a salary and I don't, but we we still uh, are partners there. It's a good business. But I'm doing also very well here, and, and this business has uh, grown a lot since we started. Yeah. So you started, you sold, you sold a few here and there, I guess. How many baths are you selling a month? Can you say how many are you selling a month? Uh, yeah, a couple hundred. We're doing a couple hundred, wow. and 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 I, we actually could be doing a lot more because we, like I said, in, initially we are not limited by sales. We are limited by production, and I don't know. You had an experience even before we talked. You placed an order without ever talking to me. You probably wait at least uh, six weeks. Yeah, so 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 you wait, and th this is the same for everybody. I looked into it. Everybody, you know, I, I read all the reviews. You have to wait like four to eight weeks to get your bath. Yes. So I'm, I'm assuming that all the companies are getting the order and then building them. Is that is that the same with you, or is that is that, am I just off on that? Well, yes, but, but it's not because we want to build them after we get the order. It's just because we have so many orders. We, they're, they're, I just figured you don't want to keep inventory, right? It makes sense no, to me. It, it, we, we really cannot. Uh, we've been trying to increase production as fast as we can. Right. And uh, we really cannot make more. Than, than we are. We, we, we are full throttle. We, we've been full throttle for the, the, the last two years. It's just not possible. So how many employees do you have? Are they are they subcontractors or 1099s or W2s? No, I, I, I have um, uh, W2 employees. We have uh, manufacturing employees, uh, so warehouse workers. Are you looking for people to work for you? you uh, actually, not, not at this time. We, we were until recently. Um, because the the limiting factor is not actually labor. The limiting factor is uh, the parts mostly, mm -hmm. uh, because this being a new industry, a lot of the parts uh, are very specialized and and were not available even two years ago. The, these parts are very new. Actually, our first design. I I think this story is similar to to the other companies that that started alongside us. Uh, namely the plunge and and I think renew renew I think uh, has been added for a little bit more than us 
Uh, we, we all were using water chillers that were designed for other purposes. I think the, the water chiller that um, the plunge is using is, is a water chiller that was made for aquariums. And uh, I think the same is the case for, for Renew. And for ours, our initial model, we started with a water chiller that, that was for aquariums. Then we found one that... Uh, Actually, this is an interesting story in the cannabis industry for irrigation. The, the, apparently, the, the cannabis plants like cold water, so they have to cool down the water and they, they, they build some water chillers that are specifically for the irrigation of cannabis. And we were using those um, initially. Uh, at some point, we, we became their biggest customer and, and they just cannot keep up with with our uh, purchases so it, it was very limited the amount that we can buy from them and so we had to switch to china and and to our chinese manufacturers actually we we just say every month like we'll buy everything you can make mm. we'll buy every water chiller you can make we'll buy it yeah and then um, they just cannot also they can can also not uh, increase production uh, for some reason it's hard it's hard to to come with a new product and and make a large quantity this fast because the industry really exploded in the last year hopefully next year we we will not have some some bad uh, production problem but uh, it's been the case so far so it's too many. So, so next year, if you don't have that production problem, is it going to be because production is smoother or is it going to be because sales are not as much? What, what are you hoping? No, I, I think we're going to be able to, we're going to have a more, more supply. We're going to okay. have more, um, more, more parts, more chillers. Also, um, you know, this is new for us. We, our employees are new at this. I am new at this. We have a new warehouse. So we we are uh, learning also, yeah. and we, we are. Do you, have, do you have a mentor or anything like? I know you keep referring to the Peter Thiel book. What was it called? Zero to one was zero, that zero to one? Yeah, that's a great book. I always thought that zero to one was um, like if you can sell one, you can sell a million, right? I always thought uh, like all you have to do is get past the first sale, right? Because if you can sell one bath to ice uh -huh. bath, you can sell a hundred. You know, zero to one is always the hardest. It's like, you know, did, did you read it, the book or, or is I, that? I think I did, but it was a while ago. Peter yeah. Thiel, he's the Palantir guy. Is that him? Yeah, he, he was also a partner with Elon Musk. And yeah, he, 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 he I got, I got a little, I got a little, I got, I got burned on some of that stock there oh, yeah. uh, with Palantir. So, but Besides that, I mean, I, I you know, I, I'm sure he's a good guy, but his he's a good guy. He he started PayPal with Elon. He's he right. was an investor at SpaceX. Uh, he was one. Of, I I think the first outside investor at Facebook. He's done so many great things, and and even with Palantir, even if you if you lose money with Palantir, I I, I mean, I don't think uh, stock prices are really. They, especially in the short term, I don't think they say too much about someone. But I think uh, Peter is a special guy. He's uh, one of uh, I, I admire him in some ways. Um, of course, he's not perfect, but but I I think he, he has some good things that that people should learn from him.
Do you have any mentors though? Do you do you hire anybody for coaching? Do you know anything like that or? I, I talk to a lot of people. I, I have many friends. I, I read a lot of books. I um, study a lot of people. Um, so I, I, I guess all of them are mentors. You know, if I, some friends just share a lot of valuable advice. Some, um, and, and even I think the books are also a little bit of mentoring. You learn so much from them, and even I study people not only in books. I I, I sometimes uh, obsessively listen to interviews from some people, which I, I I've learned a lot from many people. So yeah, very little of what I know it's it's original to me. Uh, I, I I take uh, from from what I see and and what I like uh, from all over the place. I I don't have one specific mentor that that I uh, talk to weekly or anything like that. But I, I learn from a lot of people. Yeah, it's like who would it be? There's not many like bigger than you in this space, I guess. Or I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who to... I, I I mean. Um, and and you don't have to learn from someone specifically doing the same thing as you. I think uh, there are things to learn from people that that don't. Th there's some uh, uh, common threads, you know, th that you'll see from successful people in different areas, in different uh, aspects. E e even not in business. I, I also learned a lot from people that are not even in business, and but you can apply the concepts to business and to uh, uh, developing, uh, developing products and stuff like that. So what are you, your, it sounds like you're a reader. What are their books do you recommend? Like a, two other, two other yeah, books? Sure. I, I, I always recommend uh, a favorite author of mine, Nassim Taleb. I don't know mm -hmm. if uh, you've heard from him. He, I, think, I think I'm reading, is Skin in the Game his book? Skin in the Game is one of his books, actually. Yeah, I'm, re I'm reading that right now. Um, I, I, I think, think that's a, him. I think it's a good book. It's a, it's actually a great book. It's a, a very important book. Um, the thing with Taleb, I think to to really understand him, you have to read the five of his book. I also recommend a lot of um, listening to his interviews. If you can check the guy online i think he's very wise he has a, a very original perspectives a very new concepts that are very very true very useful what what i learned from nasim actually is um, um risk taking I, I i think he 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 says you shouldn't study risk management you should study risk taking uh, risk taking, I think, is very important. Uh, um, another thing he says, he said, um, you will learn a lot more from trial and error than you will learn from uh, just uh, sitting down and, and looking at some data, some, some guy looking at some statistics in some room. You will learn a lot more from uh, trial and error. I, 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 there are many concepts that, that I've learned from him. He's, he goes very deep and very specific with uh, mathematical uh, proofs and formulas. He, he's a mathematician. He, he is a professor of probability. He's also successful uh, in, in business. He, he's been uh, successful in trading, I think. So I, I learned a lot from him. 
Yeah, he's one of the uh, better writers. Uh, he's definitely uh, more sophisticated for sure. Uh, but, uh, and then, so you got Nassim Taleb, Peter Thiel. Do you have another one you like out there, uh, author or book? I, yeah, uh, let, let's see what comes to mind. I, I, I actually, I, 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 I did, I'm not a, the biggest fan, but, uh, I just finished reading, uh, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the author. I, I am a big fan of the, of the guy, of the story. Um, Walter Isaacson just finished, yeah. um, um, a biography on Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he shadowed him for I think uh, three or four years. I I and, and I, I I repeat that I I'm not the biggest fan of Isaacson, but I am a big fan of Elon. I think there is a lot to learn from Elon. Uh, so I think it's a good read still because the story is is uh, very important. I think what Elon achieved is um, actually in, unbelievable in many ways. It, and, and there are many things to learn from him. Uh, somebody that achieved so much, uh, there, there are many, many important things there. So is there, you know, I always ask this because I was uh, early, er, way, way early in my career. I asked, uh, I got lucky. I got on a call with a billionaire one time and, and he asked me a question that kind of blew my mind. It always stuck with me. And, and, and he said, well, what's the exit strategy? So is there, is there an exit strategy for polar monkeys? Is there, is there one or is there not? Yeah, look, um, like I said, initially, I don't have like a, a number of goals in terms of money or, or in terms of top salt. I, th- there are some things that I want to make good products and I want to make products that are original. I, I don't want to make the same product as everybody else. I don't want to be competing and be, be the next uh, sauna company. I don't want to be. And, and now it seems that this is a crowded industry. It is now this summer. Uh, 1,000 new companies came every week to the, to the industry. So I am looking for, for new things. And, and I think polar, the, the good thing about Polar Monkeys is it's not limited to, to one product. Uh, you'll see very soon, very soon uh, we, we are, we are going to be releasing some very cool products. We're going to be releasing a closing. We're going to be releasing very cool content. We have some uh, great partnerships with some amazing athletes. Now we're making a content with them um, and and some new products we, we are making a sauna but it's something very different this is not just uh, the, the typical thing you, the, the other companies are selling and we are will be making more products Th- that is my goal I don't have an exit strategy really in terms of getting a check and 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 you stay like that I, I, you I, look pretty young how, how old are you I'm 33 yeah you're, you're yeah I mean I guess at 33, you know, you might consider taking chips off the table, you know, selling some, some stock in the business, you know, maybe so you can, you know, buy some things for yourself and increase your quality of life. But yeah, I don't think, I think that's probably a little too young to, to probably consider a hundred percent exit. Yeah. Um, even if I exit, I will do the same elsewhere because um, I, I think the, I, w- I, I would get bored f- uh, very quickly if I wouldn't do any, nothing, you know. So uh, I, I like building products. Um, I don't like uh, 
doing the same thing as everyone else. So so hopefully I'll I'll, I'll still be doing that even if outside of Polar Monkeys. But I think Polar Monkeys offers a very very good potential and and we have a lot of uh, very exciting projects. So so um, I'm I'm not looking for that at this time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, I, I love the product. I use it. Do you use do you, do you use your own product? I, I use it a lot, and um, yeah. sometimes uh, because of uh, actually uh, one part of my story that I didn't tell um, very very early into the starting of the business, I I realized that I needed uh, money to to keep growing the business. And I had to sell my house. That was oh. the, the house that I, I mentioned that I was living with my girlfriend and, and my friend. Um, so I, I actually went all in. I put all, all the chips in the table to, to use your analogy. And uh, I don't even have a house now. So now I live in an apartment. And, and I mentioned that because, yeah, he, here is, uh, of course, I cannot have a, a cold plunge in, in a small apartment like I do now. I have one at the office, which I use as much as I can. And, um, yeah, the, the benefits are actually great. I actually wish I did it today because, uh, you know, I, I would I would feel more energized for this. I, I, I'm taking this meeting from my house and, and didn't have time to... Well, you're in South Florida, right? It's yeah. pretty chilly out. I'm in North Florida, so it's pretty chilly out today. Do you still do it in cold weather or do you? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it doesn't matter too much because, um, you know, the, you, you, you must know this, you know, that the, once you are in, it's painful no matter the, it, it doesn't help if it's uh, 100 outside or if it's uh, 50 outside. It will uh, be difficult either way. And I prefer to go in when it's hot out personally, because then you can just hop right out and then you can be in the sun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Pro probably when you get out, it helps, but uh, maybe getting in, I don't know. I, I, I actually, I, I'm not too sure because also the different, the Delta, you know, the, when it's hotter, the Delta is higher. So you're going from, from hotter to colder versus you're going from colder to cold. So I, I, I don't know which one is, is more difficult, but certainly it is difficult even in, in hot or cold weather. Yeah, I, I've got it on my back porch. So in the cold weather, I'm like, I, I don't know if I can do it, but probably. I, I, yeah. So you, what do you recommend? Like uh, three minutes in? Is that that's kind of the twice a week? Is this is there some sort of like method to it or you you just kind of you're just building them? Yeah, I um, I I can tell you what I like personally. I I I don't know if this is the optimal way. A lot of people now say have a lot of opinions about this. I I disagree with many of them. Like like I said initially, I even don't recommend it for for a recovery or for injuries. But uh, for me, w w um, I can tell you just from personal experience what I like. I, this is not backed by any clinical studies although i've uh, i've read every clinical story about the probably that's out there about cold cold water but still i i, I think a personal experience is very important and 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 it is what i can tell you for me i like going 
10 minutes if, if I have the time, if possible. And, and at the last minute, I like to go. I, I actually bought a, and, and I disclaimer, don't try this at home. And uh, But I bought a, one of those things you use for scuba. What, what is the snorkel? Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. So you can put your head under the water, yeah, right? This, I don't recommend it. I don't know yeah. if this is safe. but I, I do it. I do that also for about 15 to 20 seconds. I'll put yeah, my head under. I, I do the same. The last minute or the last 30 seconds, I, I go my head underwater. I go with the, with the snorkeling tube. Um, yeah, and I try to, to be there 10 minutes. I also... 10 minutes is long. So what do you have it set at? What temperature? Yeah, I, I, I usually have it between um, 48, around 48. And, and Okay. I think 48 is, is my go-to temperature. Now it changes. Yeah. I, I had some times where, where I liked it at 40, 38. Um, so, and yeah, I think 48 is cold enough where, where you get the benefit. Um, I, I, I don't find the, any additional benefit of, of going any colder. And um, there is a meditative um, or meditative aspect to it from, from going long because if, I, I don't think you get there if, if you do like one minute or two minutes, you don't get the meditative uh, component. Uh, I think after the three minutes, if you start relaxing and trying to control your breathing, uh, I think your nervous system gets to a place uh, where, where, where um, it's very beneficial or, or at least for me. So yeah, ten minutes, the last minute, the head underwater, and and that's that's my way. What what is your uh, your preferred method? No, I, your way totally makes sense. Actually, like med, like I'll meditate and I'll shoot for five to ten minutes, and for for me, like after thirty seconds, it's not cold anymore. It's just in my head that I think it's cold. My body, it's not cold. It's like cold for the first 15, 30 seconds. I actually use a, I'll show you, this is like a Pomodoro clock. Have you ever seen these yeah. before? Uh, I've heard so, about it, yeah. Yeah, so you just put it on five minutes. So I'll use that and it'll be a timer. But I usually do like three minutes to five minutes. But now I'm thinking, should I just go longer and do a meditative state? I have to train my brain to not think it's cold, even though it's actually my body doesn't think it's cold. My brain just thinks it's cold. And it wants to get out and it's trained to get out. That's the, that's the monkey brain in me, right? The polar yeah, monkey. Exactly. That's like, I got to yeah. civilize myself to be a human. Am I, am I going to be like my croc brain or my, my human brains? Don't, don't. So yeah, my, my, my stupid brain or my chimp brain wants me to, oh yeah, it's, it's cold, but it's not really cold because I'm just numbed out, right? I'm just, I'm just numbing in there. And I could stay probably for 10 minutes, but my brain thinks it's cold, even though after 30 seconds, it's like getting in a pool, right? You get in a cold pool and, and, and when you get out, it's actually colder than when you're in the pool. You know what I mean? Just like, a, like a, a swimming pool. So you might as well just stay in there because it's warmer inside of there, but your brain kind of tricks you eventually over time to think, okay, it's still cold, get out. So I have to train my brain to not do that and, and, and potentially stay in longer. For me, my, the reason I got into ice bat, cold plunging was because Florida is so hot, right? And I wanted to keep my core body temp down in the summers. So I hated going outside. So that was what uh, attracted me or else I was going to get out of town every year in Florida, 
because I hate the heat in Florida. So I just looked for like a, a, a less expensive rather than moving or relocating my entire family for a summer, just fix myself and, and help myself acclimate to the temperatures that way. And then, then there's other benefits and you read about them. So, so there's other, other benefits to it. Other than that, that was not what attracted me to cold plunging though, it was to just get my core body temp down during the summer so I could tolerate these, this Florida weather. But then, but, uh, but yeah, that's, I probably just went up went long on that but that's that's no, kind of how that's great actually i wanted to ask you about your experience with the cold water and, and also do you find any other benefits or, or what are the main benefits you find if if any in, yeah in the, i, I see water? that here, here's what's crazy it's random right if i get bit up like by mosquitoes or or ants or anything or my kids we just stick their hand in there and it's like the, it, it 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 kills it, the yeah. It, 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 it eliminates the itching or the pain, you know, because there's there's always bugs in Florida. So we, you know, stick the kid's hand in there or my legs in there and, and it eliminates it right away. The itching and the pain. Uh, th those are just some of, of the, uh, you know, non well-known benefits of it that, that yeah. we that yeah. we have uh, i also stick some, my head under we're, we're i love putting my marketing for uh, cold water for mosquitoes for mosquitoes yeah see, i'm not joking yeah. it works <laughs> or if you get bit by ants i mean because you just okay it, it, it makes sense actually it really makes it, sense. try it try it because there's a lot of there's a lot of like noceums out in north florida And they, they, you, you can't fight them with pest control. They just, they'll just get you, right? If they're yeah, out yeah. in season, they're going to get you. And there's no pest control that can control it. So if they get you, it'll itch up like crazy. I just dip a leg in there. You know, if you're wearing shorts around the property or wherever you're at, I just dip a leg or two legs in there or the arms in there and it cures, it cures. And the kids mentally think, oh, even if it's not, but I think it is, they're like, oh yeah, ice helps, right? Ice helps everything. So, you know, mentally, it also is uh, helpful, just the whole concept of it, you know? Yeah, I, I think uh, even if it's placebo, but... Right, right. Placebo. You always say it may help, it may not help. I'll pay for the possibility of the help, right? Even even if it's a placebo, it's it's like taking vitamin D or whatever, I, I, it, it's it, it, hopefully it helps. If it doesn't, it only costs whatever. Well, a nickel, I, I, right? actually, actually, placebo, it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. So, so it's not like placebo. Um, it, it's, it's, it's like a possibility or something. Uh, right. Placebo, it's a real thing where if you think something uh, works and you do it, then it, it will work. Mm -hmm. So it's a real thing. That, it's that's the belief. Why The belief that it's working, and, right? And it's proven. It's proven, and, and and that's why actually all the clinical trials they they have two groups. They have the control group and they have the placebo group because they have to to eliminate the 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 effect of the placebo, which is real. It's actually real. So, but if, even if it's that, who cares? Because Here, I got a book. I got a book recommendation. It's it's a uh, drive by Daniel Pink for the audience and, and yourself. It's very. It's. Have you read that one yet? I I have not, but I will. Uh, I will uh, take the recommendation. It, it, of it talks about extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. I think you'll really like it because you seem an intrinsically motivated person, and it talks about placebos and stuff like that. I'll, I'll check so, it out for sure. Thanks for yeah. the recommendation.
Yeah, man. Well, shoot, I feel like this could go on for a while, and I think we'll we'll have to get you back on maybe uh, in a year or something like that, and 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 uh, I don't know, catch up. But thank you so much for coming on and enlightening the audience and 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 your entrepreneurial journey, trial and error, right? Take risk. I like the zero to one, but I, I like if you can sell one, you can sell a hundred. <laughs> gonna... uh, yeah, um, I'll take that as well. Um, yeah, yeah. And blue ocean strategy. Is there anything else, any other takeaways you can think of that might have, you know, helped you along the way? Well, um, let's see. I, I, I think, yeah, the, the, the biggest factor for, for the success of Polar Monkeys, uh, because we, we grew, grew a lot, was basically what I mentioned. We, we were in, into an industry with no competition, and I, I do encourage that. I, I tell the people who ask me, uh, don't try to compete, don't try to be one more. Um, even if it's differentiating yourself, which a lot of people uh, say stuff like that, I... I I, I put it in a different way, way sometimes. I just say, try to be original. If you see yeah. polar monkeys, even even if at this point there are 1,000 polar um, uh, cold plunge companies, you'll see that at least we are original. At, at the yeah. time we, we came, we, we there weren't any other companies or, or, or just the ones I mentioned, but not our at our price level. And um, still for our quality there's no real competition but still if you see if you see our company we do things different we we uh, we are original our we do if you see our artwork this is yeah. something very awesome uh, artwork by the way it's, it's interesting you know blue ocean strategy i 100 percent agree with that right and it's funny because it's like all right if you have a kid right and you want your kid to be the best at a sport you put them where all the other good kids are, right? So he gets competitive. But, and I'm trying to like figure this out in my head, but in business, you don't wanna do that, right? Cause like in mortgages, it's so commoditized, I guess is the word. There's so many people doing it. You know, I guess the key takeaway is if you're, if you're in mortgages, get out of mortgages, find something that is less competitive because that you can really get commoditized or else you have to get create very creative inside the mortgage industry to be successful, yeah, but, exactly. which is possible. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can be, you know, there's various ways to make it com creative and, and, and fun. Uh, but, uh, you know, they say put your kid in a sport and put it with the best players, right? So they can, they can, you know, iron sharpens iron, they get better. But do you put them in the sport like that? There's nobody at like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm doing my best to like, yeah, I, I probably this yeah, I figure out the business model on each. You know what I mean? This doesn't apply to to any aspect of to every aspect of life. Uh, right. Yeah. So for some some things you wanna be with people, of course. Uh, some, some sports you wanna play with people, but um, I I think. But do you though? But there's no blue ocean there, right? Wouldn't I rather my kid play cricket and be the best at cricket? <laughs> I don't know, but. It's just an interesting debate, I guess. Well, yeah, it depends. If it's for fun, who cares? You know, whatever mm -hmm. is fun for you. But in, in terms of uh, making money, I think if you want to be the best, if you want to be the best, I think 
either you are the best or you can be the best mortgage broker, but, but you probably know it's very hard to be the best mortgage broker. It's very, yeah. very hard to be the best uh, runner or whatever. But I think it's much easier to be the only so uh, to be the only one and, and to be the only one, you have to just be original. You don't have to be the best, but it's much easier to be the only one in, in your field. And, and that, that, that will make you number one uh, automatically because there is no competition. Um, so competition just makes everything harder. Uh, th there is a concept in... Uh, Econ 101, I don't know if you studied any economics class in college, but uh, I think that they teach this because it's very easy to model for the teachers. They said that in, in a perfect competition environment, the net profit of an industry is zero. So if you see like very competitive environments in business, uh, for example, uh, restaurants, or Amazon. Amazon is a very competitive environment. I, I, surely there is the best Amazon seller and he makes some money. But most people in Amazon either break even or lose some money or earn very little money. It's so hard. Um, of course, there, there is no uh, such thing as a perfect competition environment. But, but I, I think the concept is very valid. It, 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 if, if there were no friction, no barriers, no advantages to, uh, to anyone, uh, the, the net profit of any industry will, will be zero. So there is, there is not a lot of opportunity if you really want to get rich. If you really want to get rich, you want to be number one. And, and uh, I think it's much easier to be the only one, to, be, uh, to, to create your own category. Right. Than, um, then try to go and compete with the best. In create your own category. That reminds me of another book. I can't remember the name of it. It's, they talk about category creators in it. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Though. Uh, there, there is a story that talks about that. Um, you know who was the first person who crossed the Atlantic Ocean with an airplane? Is it Lindbergh, I think? Or, I don't know. One of those guys. You, yeah. you, know, you know who was the second one? No. Nobody knows. Nobody no. knows. Yeah. But you, you know who was the third one? No. The, the third one everyone knows. You also know. It's uh, Amelia Earhart. Oh, okay. The reason why everyone knows is not because she was the first to cross the Atlantic Ocean. It's because she was the first woman to cross the Atlantic. So just because she created a different category and she right. was the first in her category. Right. So she owned her own category. Yeah. And even if she, even she. That's so isn't this like the plunge? I feel like you're on the heels. Like you got to It's time you got to own the category. I I think we own the the category of. The plunge is right there. They're like because you're always you know when I was shopping I was like okay you got to see what number two is or or at least what else yeah. is out there right because the plunge had Shark Tank. Who didn't see that, right? They're marketing like crazy. 100%. But who is out there and are they close? And that's kind of what I dug into. And that's how I found you guys. And that, and I thought the art was a differentiator. And the, and the, I, I yeah. thought you put more thought into the, rather than just attaching a bunch of big names to it. But, um, that is one thing I, I just want to mention to, to clarify how well, you I have a cooler name. The, no, that, that is one thing, but there is another thing. Um, 
like like I said initially, I, I see the industry in three three segments. Uh, cold plunges above ten thousand dollars. Cold yeah, plunges right. uh, between five to ten thousand dollars, and the cold plunges under five thousand dollars. Under five thousand dollars, we are number one. Yeah, and, and and it's not even close. There is hmm. no no one close to us selling cold plunges under five thousand right. dollars. Um, we are really alone in this category. We, we 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 have almost a monopoly, or at least we did for a long time. Now we have some competition, but it's it's not even close in terms of quality. If you want to buy a, a a plunge for under five thousand dollars, it's not even close. The the other options to us. Yeah. We are number one in sales, in quality, and, and uh, yes, of course, the overall industry, the plunge is, is number one. Uh, they are uh, the biggest um, company in the industry, but under $5,000, there's no other company. That, well, you, that... you guys have gone from selling zero tubs to 200 a month inside three years. That's That's remarkable. Yes, yes, it's a lot. So thank you so much, Alex. We'll catch up with you later. Andrew, thank you for having me. It's an honor. Stay here.